Hey friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God-honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence and your income so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Well, hi, everyone. I hope you're all having a great start to your week. So tonight, my family is having a little harvest party with a few other families. And it got me thinking, have you ever been invited to a party and the host tells you to bring a dish to pass? So if you're like me, then you start rummaging through recipes in your brain, right? Like, well, a dish to pass, it could be a salad, or it could be an appetizer, it could be a dessert or a side dish. And then you think of all your favorite tried and true dishes that you know won't fail. Like ours is our black bean and corn salsa, always a hit. Or my favorite soft chocolate chip cookies that are made with a secret ingredient. It's a box of vanilla pudding mix. So... There you have it. Not so secret anymore. I'll link to that recipe in the show highlights. But think about it. You're asked to bring a dish to pass. And so the more you think about what options you have, what you could bring, you get kind of overwhelmed by all the possibilities. At least I do. What will everybody at the party want to eat? What's going to be a big hit? What's going to fit the theme? How much time do I have to make something? Do I need to buy something? I don't want my contribution to fall flat. Right, We have so many dishes that we could whip up and bring to the party, but we've got to choose one. Online business can be like that. I've seen this so many times. When I work with creative people, writers and designers and speakers and coaches, lots of creators like you and me get stuck on deciding what product to create, what dish to bring to the table. Because we're interested in a lot of topics. We have expertise in a lot of topics. And it's hard to decide which dish to settle on. So if that's you, if you want to create and sell a product, but you just don't know what your product should be, then this episode is going to clear up some of that overwhelm. I'm going to take you through a process that I use with my clients to determine the best product for your audience for starters. And by that, I mean, you might have dozens of digital products in your future, but you have to begin with one. Create one product Figure out the sales funnel process for that one product and get really good at selling that one product. And we're going to start with the one product that makes the most sense now for you and your business. Then once you've experienced success with that one product, you can replicate the same process each time you decide to create a new product. If you do, because some people just start with one product and scale the heck out of that one product, and they don't need to create a whole library of offers in order to be profitable. So that's another reason that I recommend just start with one. So which one? Well, every product is based on two key decisions. This is where we start. You've got to decide, first of all, what will your product do? That's the transformation that your customer is going to go through when they experience your product. And then you have to decide what will your product be. And that means the method or the format by which you're going to bring about that transformation for the customer. So let's narrow this down. First of all, what will your product do? Here's something very important that every product creator needs to focus on. Your product must solve a problem. 
It's got to move your customer from point A to point B or from the before picture to the after picture, from a pain state to a resolution state. So you've got to identify a problem or a need or even just a desire. Maybe the desire is just to be entertained. There are a lot of solutions you can offer to a problem. I'm using air quotes, you can't see, but a problem or a need or a desire. But just think of what is the problem or the need or the desire that you can solve that transforms your customer from where they are now to where they want to be. And in order to do that, you've got to know what problems your customers have. So this is where I'm going to touch back to last week's last week's episode number seven, where we talked about the details on knowing your audience and discovering what their problems or their needs are. This step is the market research phase, and you cannot skip it because you've got to find out what your customers worry about, what makes them feel defeated, what they think is missing in their lives, or what obstacles do they think exist to them reaching their success or their fulfillment? What do they want to do that they can't and why? So we just have to realize at this stage that our customer most likely has many problems. We all have many problems, right? But you have got to, as the product creator, you've got to choose one of those problems or a combination or a theme of those problems that can be solved at once in one product. So once you've done that, once you've identified the problem, the next step is to determine how you can solve that problem with your expertise. In other words, you develop a solution that's going to ease your customer's problem or pain points. So here's where I want you to answer three questions. First of all, what do your customers go to you for? Secondly, how does your business or your ministry help them? And third, what knowledge or skills do you offer them? I'm talking about this in a global level right now. We're not necessarily focused yet on this one product because we haven't identified it yet. So in general, what do your customers go to you for? How does your ministry help them? And what knowledge or skills do you offer? So determine at this stage where your expertise intersects with their problem. And then that's where you're going to build the solution. So here's an illustration of how this has played out in my own business. Let's use me as the example here. When I was developing my coaching focus, my market research showed me that Christian content creators, like you and me, struggled with earning an income to justify the expenses that they were spending on their ministries. They also were feeling called to make a difference in people's lives with their content, and because of that, they didn't want to give up because for them, it wasn't about making money. It's about making a difference in people's lives. It's about sharing the gospel. So they didn't want to give it up. They felt called. They believed that they were supposed to do this. And they especially didn't want to give it up just because they couldn't afford to keep running their ministries anymore. So what they needed was a way to keep their work financially sustainable and a way that they could reach more people while they were doing it. They needed to do this without taking up more time in the long run because my market research showed me that they had precious little time to begin with. So what was the problem? I, I narrowed it down to identifying the problem was lack of funds, limited time, and an unfulfilled desire to reach more people. Okay, that was the problem. And then what was my expertise? So let's go through those questions. What do my customers go to me for typically? At that time, my customers were largely buyers of the Ministry to Business Guide. And that was the name of the original version of the product that we now sell called the Inspired Business Guide Bundle. So buyers of that product were seeking my counsel, my team's counsel, on how to monetize their creative work. So that's what my customers were going to me for. Next question, how did my ministry or my business help them? 
well, through those guides and through some coaching, it it gave them step-by-step strategies and encouragement for earning an income from their creative work. And then the third question is what knowledge or skills did I offer them? So I took a look. Well, I have experience and knowledge in creating and selling digital products. I know about sales funnels. I know about a lot of other things too, though. So check down the list, right? Writing books, publishing books, marketing books. But what skills did my audience need most? In other words, where did their problems intersect with my ability to serve them? How could I help them earn income without trading more time for money in a way that could help them grow their audience at the same time? And I landed on digital products. So going back to these other areas of expertise that I had, just as you will have multiple areas of expertise, if we talk about book writing and publishing, which is a big part of my career, even though that is another area of expertise for me, it wasn't the answer to this problem that my customers had because it didn't meet the needs that they were expressing, which in particular were lack of funds and lack of time. In fact, many people in my audience had already published books They already knew what I knew about book publishing and writing, but they were still struggling to generate income. So writing books wouldn't solve those problems of lack of funds and lack of time because there's not a ton of money at first in writing books, especially traditionally published, and it takes a lot of time to write and publish a book. Digital products, however, while they do require an investment of time and even money at first, they can be created more quickly than books. And then they can be set on autopilot through a sales funnel, which I was also positioned to teach. So the solution to the audience problem became clear. Teach about digital products and sales funnels. So that was the process that I went through to identify what my audience needed and how I could fulfill that need. In other words, the solution to their problem was to teach them how to create and sell digital products. Now you are going to go through a similar process. Figure out what your audience is asking for and how you can provide an answer. The next step then, after you identify the solution, is to choose how you're going to deliver that solution. So this is where we make that second key decision. What will your product be? And that means what is the method or the format that you're gonna use to solve your customer's problem or meet your customer's need to bring about their transformation from point A to point B. So for example, is it going to be a printable guide? Is it going to be an online course? Is it going to be a member group? So to to determine this, what your product will be, I want you to consider two, potentially three things. First of all, your strengths. What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? And secondly, your audience. How do they like to consume information? And then thirdly, possibly consider price. What is your audience willing and able to pay? So let's talk first about your strengths. Are you a better writer than a speaker? Then consider creating a written guide or an ebook, or create a course, but write scripts for your videos and use a teleprompter. Or what if you're a better speaker than a writer? Then an online video course or group coaching might be better suited to your strengths. Or are you an amazing artist? Is that one of your strengths? Then determine how you can incorporate amazing visuals into your product. Okay, so now let's talk about your audience. How do they consume information? That next point. Are they busy moms? If your audience is busy moms, they might not have time to read a guide, but maybe they could listen to an audio lesson. If your audience is ministry leaders or corporate executives, maybe a quick five-minute read or Voxer access to you is going to fit best into their day or a half-day retreat during the work week. Consider your customer and what's best for them. 
and then figure out how you can deliver your strengths in a way that your customer is best going to receive that information. So let's go back to me as an example. In my case, I concluded that my solution was going to be teaching on digital products, right? So my strengths involve a high comfort level with online course and sales funnel platforms like Kajabi, plus a high level of comfort with recording videos and using Canva for visuals. And I knew that my audience was online and at their computers a lot, but they're also busy people. So it made sense to create something that could be consumed on a self-paced basis. I also discovered as I continued talking with my audience that a real-time coaching component would be a benefit to many of them. So I added that as an option to my original product offer, and about 50% of the people who enrolled in my digital products training program took the coaching option. So my method or my format was a pre-recorded online course with an optional live coaching group. I've been offering that product now for about a year and a half. And here's something that I want to point out as well. After you create and deliver your product for a while, And as you continue to get feedback from customers and maybe even experience building real-time relationships with your customers if you're offering a live coaching component or some other method of them communicating with you directly, after you've done that, be open to tweaking your offer based on those experiences. Be open to shifting and tweaking if you find that that's going to be the best decision to move ahead. You might find areas for improvement in your product or ways that you can better serve your customers by pivoting your product because we're always learning. And I'm in that phase right now. So my team and I recently took a really close look at our signature program, which is called Profitable Digital Products Method. And we assessed how it has served our customers over the last 18 months. We talked through some observations that we've made, um, trends that we're seeing in the industry. And we're right now at a point where we're making a bold decision that moving forward, we're gonna change the way we deliver our training on digital products. Now, the solution is the same, teaching about generating recurring income from your creative work, but the answer to that question of what will your product be, the method or the format in which you deliver that solution, that's what's changing. Our self-paced course is going into the vault, and we're going to be announcing a new format in a few weeks, just in time for Black Friday. And we believe that this new method of digital products and sales funnel training is going to make our program more accessible to more people and more affordable for more people. And we cannot wait to tell you more details about it. If you want to be among the first to hear about this new program format, including some really awesome bonuses that we're going to be tossing into the pot for Black Friday, then be sure to sign up for our waitlist. I've been talking about this for a couple weeks now. Go ahead and sign up for our waitlist at the inspiredbusiness.co slash waitlist, and I'll keep you posted. And anybody who signs up for the waitlist and then enrolls in our new newly packaged program, you're going to get an added bonus when the doors open. So there you have it. There you have it, my friends, how to choose what product is right for you and your audience. You determine what your product will do, which means the transformation that your customer is going to go through thanks to your product. And then you choose what your product will be, which is the method that you use to deliver that transformation. And then you just sell that product from the sincerest places of your heart because you know you have something that can make a difference in people's lives. You've been called to create it. You've been called to serve And that is why we do what we do as Christian content creators. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 
Hey friends, thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Business Podcast. If this episode inspired you or helped you in some way, would you consider sharing it with a friend? If you know somebody who could use a little boost in their own business, whether it's an online colleague or an in real life friend, I'd be honored if you pass along this podcast to bless them. It's like I've always taught my kiddos, sharing is caring, and it helps me encourage more people, which is a pursuit God has laid on my heart. So thank you. Together, we can help more Christian voices speak up, serve people, earn an honest income, and change the world. Until next time, bye-bye.